Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Welcome to Hot Takes. Hot Takes. It's so hot. hot. It's Friday night at the Century City AMC. I am your Lodge Master. With me as always is Brother Bieszki. Hello. Brother Lucas in the back. It's Friday night. And our esteemed Marvel expert. I didn't sign off on that <laughs> Brother, at all. Brother Justin. I am present at best. <laughs> okay, so... As Chris Cuomo would say, let's get after it. <laughs> let's get into it. One of those. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> the movie is Avengers Endgame, which uh, has been declared numerous times by Brother Bishki to be the final Marvel movie. Or the fi- is it the final well, comic book movie that we're going to do on this podcast? As Jesus the Godman said, <laughs> it is finished. <laughs> It is accomplished. So we're we're forsaking we're forsaking all DC entries. For I Man I am. Oh Jesus! I've completed my 22 film. Are you throwing the Infinity Gauntlet down? Is that what you're doing? Uh, yep. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. It was a good one goes. to go out on. I'll just say we'll that. see how that goes. You're just like you think you're done with uh, musical biopics. You're not. No. So we'll no, see. We'll see what happens. I will see Rocket. You will see Rocket Man. Okay. Avengers Endgame. We all saw it separately. I was to see it with Brother Justin, but in the Sturm und Drang of the opening weekend craziness, I got tickets for the four thirty, and he had tickets for the four. Oh. We were we were two oiled up, muscly superheroes passing in the night. Running to different battles. It is my great shame. But I we, was standing out front of the theater uh, and Brandy texted me. She's like, are you going to come in and watch uh, this movie? I was like, oh, just there. Justin kept texting Waiting me. for man. I'm like, get off my jock, man. We got time, but there's going to be an hour of previews. Anyway, I saw it at the Dolby Theater, and it was pornographic base. It was shaking our seats. It was 40X subwoofer edition. Were we here or at here? The, here, okay. at this very theater. Yeah. So it was it was obscene. People were looking around at each other like, "Are you are you feeling this on your ass? Are you feeling this?" And lo, they were. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. Enough of this yeah, preamble yeah, yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Bishki, yeah, we, we saw it in Burbank. Yeah. What's no, going on with you? No bells and whistles. Uh, Burbank theater was absolutely packed. So we saw it uh, at a regular... We saw it in 3D, so a little whistle. And I've and heard then, a report that Lucas stayed awake. Yes. Fully the, conscious, fully aware. That was the report. He didn't sit next to us, so we, were, we, I, we can't that's confirm. That's why but, it's unconfirmed, so you're still resident sleepyhead. I was sitting in the second row, like just like completely absorbed. Okay. Getting just drowning, swimming okay. in the Avengers. All right. So has everybody here seen all of the movies? No, I, I've seen half. I was lying. Okay. <laughs> I uh, I actually did a uh, a head count, mm. and I saw all of phase one, mm. 
but missed two titles in phase two and then three titles in phase three. So like a handful, oh. like five or six out of the 22 total. Justin, you've seen them all, right? <clears throat> I have, yes. I think I've seen them all because you've seen them all. In, like, re- in regards to the Avengers, I missed the Ultron one with James Spader okay. as the robot. That's the only one I didn't see all right. of the Avengers. Uh, Justin I and I have seen them all. We've seen them all. I think Age of Ultron is a little unfairly maligned. Right. I think we were had a little bit of superhero fatigue when we saw it. Sure. But on on a revisit, James Spader as a giant evil robot is pretty amazing. <laughs> we, like, didn't, I, we didn't know I, how I good mean, we had it. Yeah, Pearls how spoiled? Swine. How spoiled do we have to be? <laughs> it's like eh, yeah, seven tall robot James Spader quipping. So yeah. we're imagining everybody listening to this has seen this movie. Spoiler alert: shit goes down. Uh, <laughs> Can we break it up in terms of hours, maybe? Sure. Okay. Break, let's do it. Let's Hour some, one. Let's give some form Hawkeye. to this. Hawkeye is at his house uh, <laughs> with his kids and fam. I thought it was a good somber opening. It was very somber. And very I liked chilly, cold open. And I and I liked. I perked up immediately because I knew right where it was going, mm. and I was just trying to guess which one of his kids might survive it and it was like no they took no. his entire family they and took i was them all. and i was like oh this is this is like we're gonna be in for it and then he had so much grief that he got a like a dubstep haircut what was up with that haircut though Honestly. <laughs> that was a neo tokyo look oh that was part of the tokyo phase he, he was, was a ronin he was a street ronin and then and then i didn't i guess that's part of the marvel universe but what was up with the tokyo part he was basically like the crow except not dead like physical sense but his soul was dead he was it was more his like he was, was just dead. like a vigilante hoping that like one of them would put him out of his misery so he was just like a killing machine i like to think that all of my friends who have families love their families but I know at least some people who got their families dusted just turned around and went, oh, whew. oh man, all right. Fresh start. The whole bed to myself. Gotta go to the library, read some god, books. God, my kids were so dumb. Oh, God, this is great. I don't know who the fuck Thanos is, but thank you. They didn't explore that, strangely. In a movie this somber, uh, I yeah. would imagine at least one of the heroes. Nobody was that thriving. That would have been the, the real, the real darkness of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, and I, I, maybe I was wrong to assume this, but I thought Thanos was going to be insanely powerful with the Infinity Gauntlet in this one. Yeah, he was chill. And he was, so I was a little wondering why what was motivating him to kill half humanity when he just goes and retires and destroys the stones afterwards he's chilling but i guess he's just chilling and they chop his head off who chopped his head off thor chopped his head off yeah and brie larson swooped in like a nuclear missile and saved the day there's a lot of stuff going on there's a lot of it a lot of um characters my main my main issue is these marvel movies every one of them the first i don't know at least 20 minutes is designed to reintroduce you to the character. Like, holy shit, they're back. Woo! Trying to make us clap. This movie has like 49 characters. And they all get that beat again. This It this, takes an hour, though. To me, this seems like it's part two of a final chapter. Like, I don't need to be reintroduced. To all, I don't need to get the band back together again. I'm, I was so just, just like, get going. Like, give us some actual food. Yeah. Although I, I, I think... 
the reintroduction of Fat Thor was pretty sure. effective. Sure, yeah. But they weren't all like that. They didn't all have something new to say. It was just like, oh, here we go. Here's Hulk. Black know? Widow's eating a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, Things are not going she well. She eating a sandwich. Oh, my God. But anyway, like, I know that that's part of the deal, but I just, I wanted this one to hit the ground running, and it hit the ground grieving. It was it was a funeral procession. Yeah, yeah. it was interesting. I, I kind of hear what you're saying, but at the same time, I, I kind of dug uh, the melodrama of it because mm-hmm. when when the movie in the first hour cuts from like the the post 9/11 Ash disaster, like Thanos disaster, and then it's like five years later, mm-hmm. and it's like post apocalyptic. There were yeah. audible gasps in my yeah. section, like in my row. People were like, "What? Like, no way! Like, we're actually gonna like live with this now, or whatever." And then, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you open five years later, and this is like a reality. And there's like this, yeah, that that AA scene or that grief counseling scene with one of the directors, Joe Russo, playing like a a, a, a gay man on it, like a date, you know, who's depressed. And they're just showing you, like, it has nothing to do with the plot, but they're just showing you people, like, there's, there's gravitas. Like, this this has got weight. I, w- I was wondering how that <clears throat> how that's going to play overseas. Yeah. Because there's no action for, like, the first hour, basically. It, exactly. Or, or maybe hour and a half. Well, there does get to be action once they time travel. Right. Justin, what were you thinking during during this? Were you Were you loving it? Uh, loving it's not really the right word. I mean, it's pretty overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, it's so somber for so long. Uh, and then you get into this, the, the time heist antics, which mm-hmm. I, I was not as enthralled by <laughs> as I think I was supposed to be. You were definitely supposed to be. You were. Yeah, I mean, getting to revisit little moments like that, Back to the Future 2 style, was pretty fun. I thought that could have been more of a glorified montage. Nice, like I, yeah. I've seen all these movies, but I mean, did we really need to spend more time with Tilda Swinton from Doctor Strange, <laughs> or like see unused footage of Natalie Portman? Like, I, uh... yeah, well, okay. What was up with the Portman cameo? Because she, she did nothing in this movie she, other than she didn't have a line. She didn't. She? I don't think she She's... reprised. Like she didn't come back. No, that was they, all. That, old yeah, they, they were just milking. It looked the like likeness. a Gucci commercial that they just like brought into the movie of her just looking around a room, and then that was it. Yeah, that was well, incredible. That's, that's all we needed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed them revisiting Avengers. It'd been a hell of a long time since I'd seen it. It was. It's been and, so long that the it, effects were noticeably not as good. Yeah, yeah. Which was fun. Yeah, and um, I, I kind of enjoyed the second hour probably the most. I think the stuff that gets gets to be like on the cosmic scale, I wasn't not as interested in like, for instance, the death of Scarlet Witch, which I didn't understand why. Wait, did you, she die in it? No, you're combining a character's name with the actress's <laughs> name. What? Oh, Black sorry. Widow. <laughs> Wait, who's Scarlet Witch? Scarlet Johansson plays Black Widow. Oh, okay. Black Elizabeth Widow. Olsen plays Scarlet Witch. Scarlet yes, Witch. yes. Okay, sorry. My bad. Uh, Scarlet Johansson <laughs> plays Black Widow. We're going to get some tweets about yeah, that. Yeah, we are. Fuck. And she uh, jumped. She just says, I have to sacrifice her. Yeah. Or Red Skeleton. Or, the sandwich red, was that bad. Says, she had to, she had to yeah. end it. 
And I mean, it's just a peanut butter sandwich. I mean, yeah. use jelly. I know you're depressed, but yeah, spice it up a little bit. <laughs> you know, jeez, life's worth living for people, when you have PB and J's. People were weeping, yeah. weeping in my theater. Wow, like, I was one of them. Okay, Did- I I uh, I caught feels right away, like from the opening, um, where I thought for a minute I was like, are they really gonna kill him off in the cold open? Is that where? Is that how we're starting? In? Is this what gear this car is coming out of the uh, driveway in? <laughs> And then when, like, you know... <clears throat> Time crimes. Captain Marvel saves him and brings him down, and, like, he, he's he's disembarking from his ship. And the first thing he tells Captain America is, like, I lost the kid, you know? And, like, I, got, I caught feels there, you know? I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize how invested I was in this franchise until that moment where I could see on Robert Downey Jr.'s face, like, this kid, like, fucking turned to ash in his arms, and he's, like, still thinking about it. And it just struck a chord. Like, it really just... I feel like Struck if, a deep chord if Robert Downey Jr. and what's Spider-Man's name, Tom Holland, mm-hmm. if they if they came out with a movie where they were in love, the entire country <laughs> would get behind it. Like, yeah, yeah. like the fake trailer in Tropic Thunder. Yes, oh, yes. Man. I, bad, bad, bad. I think I think the whole country would embrace it. You know, Trump supporter. They, they, do, have great, they do have great chemistry. They, they should, do. You know what they should do? They should do a, a like father like son remake, a body switching. Comedy. Or they could do that. That's fine. Yeah. Tur- I, get the water warm and then turn it up. There's one sort of death in movies that I can never get choked up about, which is the fall to your death death. Mm. And it's because of Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> because when Jim Carrey falls off the jetway and he's laying there and his legs yeah. kind of bent the other yeah. way, you that can't help happened but think of it. to Gamora in the first in the Infinity War. And I'm like... That that makes me laugh. I can't take that seriously yeah. when someone dies in that way. Yeah, Bisky, did you cry? No, I didn't cry. I didn't cry. I I, cr- I, I, cry- I cried not once, not twice, not thrice, Jesus. but more, but more than three. Wow! Wow! <laughs> What's Lucas. it like to feel things? <laughs> You're a tender I mean, boy. You're I mean, a tender boy, Lucas. I mean, no. I mean, look. They there's a lot of fan service. Yes, like like you can't like, there's sleep a lot, if you're crying. There's a so there's a lot of there's a lot of like vic- self congratulatory like victory lap. Like, <laughs> I mean, I I definitely know that uh, a lot of the scenes went on for too long, and like even that falling death scene was kind of silly. Where it's like, no, I'm gonna die. Like, no, I'm gonna die. And it's like, I, I get it. They're about but, to kill each other for the yeah. honor of who's gonna die. Yeah, yeah, but if you think about it, it's kind of twisted and fucked up, and you're just like, wow this is dark because like you know she's not coming back you know like this 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 is actually the the end of the series like the end all be all so the stakes couldn't be higher and i appreciated that like for once i knew there was not going to be another fucking iron man movie with robert downey jr so i better pay attention yeah not fall asleep unless they somehow time heist and back into it and then we're fine speaking of time heist in hour two we go back to the year (laughs) 1970 Uh uh-huh what do we think of the that section when we're in the seventies? I don't even remember that. What remember happened? when Michael Douglas is looking like China oh, Syndrome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Dizzy Douglas, fun, I, but also Robert Downey Jr. Uh, come on, nineteen seventy. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I feel I I was so distracted by Michael Douglas and the implications of de aging celebs into whatever era we want them into that I think I just didn't even remember it as part of this film. I was just like, this is chilling. 
because we really are going to get to order like I want a 70s Jack Nicholson and uh, 80s Michelle Pfeiffer. Put them together in my new uh, fart comedy. You, you were know? you were writing Basic Instinct 1.5 in your head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, like he's, he could really be back. We could de-age his butt and everything. <laughs> So, yeah, there was a 70s section, apparently. Yeah. That could, that, <laughs> that that could was, have been uh, five minutes. And then and then they bounced back, and we're in hour three, back in 2024. Because remember, we're five years in the future. Uh-huh. So we're in 2024. Hulk snaps his fingers. Uh-huh. Everything comes back to life, apparently. But yeah. then Thanos... <laughs> This is the perfect Travels perfect recap. Forward in time with his legions of armies. And I'm trying to remember what happened. Uh, and then, they and then, all, it, then the, it turns into like a big epic battle. Then they yeah. all fight in a crater. So like the last, the, the, the climax of the movie, the last 45 minutes is straight action. Yeah. And it's like epic, epic, yeah. you know, people coming out of time portal holes out of thin air, like, you know, flying wizards and like the whole nine yards. And in... What was cool about it, I thought, was the ambiance or, like, color scheme, like, the setting. It kind of had this weird outdoor scorched earth in the daylight, but there's so much smoke and debris. The sun is, like, blotted out, shadows. So they're they're masking a lot of the CG work, Mm -hmm. but they're still giving you enough to be engaged with, which Mm -hmm. I thought was great. Um, So I thought it just was, like, rendered very beautifully or, like composited well it was definitely one of those moments where i i I think we're hitting our limit to what we can visually process i was just gonna say justin you've seen so many battles what what do you make well i remember you and i talked about this extensively after lord of the rings return of the king because there's a shot where there's so many (laughs) fucking orcs and elves that they just look like particle it's like pointillism where you're just like that's just that's like a sea of grass. Yeah. There's so many people battling that I yeah. can't, like, my you, eyes can't process What that. are you to make of that? Like, yeah, this didn't have quite as many things, but there were, there's a lot of sprites on the screen. Well, there's also more characters that you recognize right. on screen at the same time than probably any movie ever made. Right. Yeah. Which is a feat in and of itself. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think just the fact that this movie exists in the form that it exists Mm -hmm. is unbelievable and the fact that a movie so dark is gonna be like the biggest box office champion of all time is also crazy yeah it's like a weepy drama for the most part until that last hour and then it just it's like if you're like et narrowly beat out sophie's choice to be the the top box office earner of the 80s you know it's like wait what yeah it's not something you throw on for the kids for a good time it's fucking dark. It's, yeah. a, it's a decade worth of movies coming to an end. <laughs> uh, what do we think of the most 2019 moment of all time where all of the female characters just randomly get together on the battlefield and kick some ass together? Didn't they, like, jump into a time warp or something? I was confused by that. But then <laughs> the the most, most 2019, oh. Brie Larson comes in with her new haircut <laughs> like a nuclear bomb and takes out Thanos's ship and half his army. Yeah, yeah. A little too powerful for a character you introduced to us a few months ago. I'm yeah. So, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, I think her amount of screen time was 
about right. I know people have been bitching about the female characters not getting as much screen time, but yeah, we just met this lady. Right. So would, the fact would, that she's so overpowered and just kind of shows up, I think her getting to take a ship out instead of just taking punching Thanos' head off is it's a, smart. It's a compromise, yeah. You want to yeah. give it to the original characters who are having their swan song here. Yeah. Like, she'll get to be the star of whatever next Avengers movie. Yeah, what's what's the next phase? Like, who remains in the next phase? Spider-Man, Captain Marvel... Uh, we got a new uh, Captain America coming. New Captain America. Yeah. But in answer to your original question, yeah. I thought that was pretty awesome to have all the ladies have their their nice little battle cry moment. Yeah, it, it was, I don't feel felt, I felt don't, a bit unearned, I, I don't but feel it's still could, good. Like any criticism you have against this movie, you're going to be nitpicking. I mean, yes, it's a little long and a little melodramatic and all these things, but at the same time, like, I was thoroughly entertained and was, like, I never once, like, had to go to the bathroom or, like, wow. look at my watch. Like, I was digging it. Like, it, it fucking was just working, you know? And I, and I think, yeah, it kind of preyed off my nostalgia for Back to the Future 2 because I kind of like that best of hits where you're seeing the same things from different vantage points. It's just a gimmick that I, I like. It's just clever. Like, it just makes me smile. It's a victory lap, and I think after 11 straight years of hits, I think it's it's earned. Yeah. Like, pat yourself on the back, by all means. Yeah. Like, holy shit. It's to have that epic. many movies in a row succeed is unheard of. It is unheard of. Bishki, anything else in your notes? Um... I mean, do you have just Fat Thor bold underline? Because <laughs> I had Fat Thor. We're not going to end this podcast without talking about Fat Thor. I had more. Fat Thor is always funny, and they were playing Fortnite. Yeah, I will say <laughs> okay. I will say this though, Fat Thor. I was delighted by most of the movie. However, the end fight scene, this climax mm-hmm. of twenty movies, eleven years. It's fucking silly to see Fat Thor swinging his hammer. <laughs> and how have much him, joy him. could you have gotten out of a Rocky Four style training montage yeah. with him and oh yeah, I was raccoon? Sure. I was yeah, sure there yeah. was like, going to be a training montage, or have him huffing and puffing on the battlefield. Something yeah. to yeah. recognize. That. I, that was a bold choice yeah. to have him remain and fat the whole movie. Amazing effects. I I, mm-hmm. was, I had to look up just to make sure that he would, did not gain weight. <laughs> I, could, I could sense a bit of a digital jiggle there, yeah. but yeah, kudos. That's also how I feel when I lift weights. <laughs> like, sure, I'm, not, I'm trying to get strong here, but this, this isn't quite working how I, not how I planned. All right, let's uh, let's land this tesseract and go to them bones. I can feel it in my bones. Brother Lucas. Yes, sir. What do you got for this? Well, I yeah, this was a, a packed, sold-out matinee screening, Burbank AMC six. Mm. And I was in the second row, but there were like three or four rows behind me, this high school couple, like young underclassmen, like freshmen, mm. guy and a girl. 
that were both like very emotionally immature and weren't comfortable <laughs> with all the feelings that they were feeling. So like the girl was like mockingly laughing throughout oh. the movie. It was like Beavis and Butthead. It was like, mm. it was so offensive to me that I turned around a couple times and almost was going to like shout over three rows, like, please be quiet or shut the fuck up. But then I would look like the psycho that's going to start shooting up the place, right? Like I'm right. the bad guy. So that was taking me out occasionally, but that aside, I caught so many feels and was like crying real tears. Mm -hmm. Like I was just amazed that even in that theater environment, I could still like salvage the experience and have like this catharsis. Like it was this like conclusion where I could like put it to bed. Like, yeah, with Brother Bishke, like this is it for me. Like I have no interest in visit, like seeing any future subsequent Marvel movies at, at all. Like, yeah, I miss Captain Marvel both Ant-Mans didn't see, like, so I'm done. Um, he's done, he's out, until but, they pull you back in. But yeah, like, it was fun, you know, it was a little long, but I, I give it three and a half bones. Like, this is something that I want to go back and see at the Dolby Atmos, like, mm -hmm. late show when it's not as crowded, and, like, really just kind of tune everything out and just, like, try to get lost in it, because... Uh, I want footage of you watching that screening. I think it would be very tender. That's great. Three and a half? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Brother Bishke, what do you uh, got in them notes? Well, I'm uh, <laughs> glad, glad to have completed the journey on a, on a pretty good uh, note. Yeah. Um, you know, in terms of the film, I, you know, it's like, like when I saw The Last Jedi where I was going through a wide emotional range. Sure. Throughout, it's it's very long. I, I, I like the opening. It went on a little too long for the first hour. Really like the second hour and then third hour, just kind of epic battle and what I've come to expect. It sometimes makes up its own rules and kind of vaguely makes sense, which is kind of what I come to expect from the Marvel Universe. And but in the end, I didn't shed a tear, but I was. Um, uh, what? How many bones? Two and a half. Two and a half bones. Yeah. <laughs> Ice cold. Oh. All right, Brother Justin, counterpoint? Uh, well, I wanted to be here because when I listened to the hot take of Infinity War, I was appalled by how low the bone counts were. I think I gave that two and a half, but anyway. Yeah. I, at most. I, I don't know okay. what I you... I felt cheated with that I, one. I don't know what you want. Uh, personally, <laughs> I thought Infinity War was a better movie. Mm. I thought the action was staged better. I thought this one, I appreciate kind of the twists and turns it took that it opened so somber i thought it was pretty bold but i thought you know josh brolin as thanos was a much more compelling villain in the last one because mm. he had this goal he's laying out this goal he's getting the stones and then he completes his mission and you get to see like him essentially retire right and this one cheapens it by going back before all that so that's a good point. Your yeah, villain, it's muddy. your villain, is the villain before any of this interaction with these characters. So there's no, there's only history from their perspective, not his. Right. Which was really strange. Still, I mean, there's stuff in this movie that's absolutely overwhelming. But if I didn't cry when Luke Skywalker died, mm. none of these fucking people have a chance <laughs> of getting me to shed a tear. I mean, it's emotional, granted. Have but, you ever you know, cried during a movie, Justin? Uh, I cried during Return of the Jedi 
when I saw when Big for Tuna years old. when I was three. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll accept that. But I'm still giving this three bones. Mm-hmm. I mean, the sheer audacity of it, the scope of it, overwhelming. I mean, some of the action is amazing, uh, and there's just so much shit going on. You just gotta, you gotta give it up Respect. for that kind of ambition. Three bones from Brother Justin. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same in the same vein. Again, like I don't really like superhero movies, but I've seen all of them. Don't really know how that happened. My fatigue set in. It goes up. It goes down. It's not really fair to the movies because it's just not really my cup of tea. That said, I've seen so many of them that I can judge them against each other based on their relative merits. And this movie's fucking huge, and they pulled it off. I, I thought they pulled Infinity War off really well, considering all that they're trying to do and all the plates that they're trying to spin at once. It's a crazy feat. And I gotta give it up for that, even if I didn't enjoy the movie really at all. I just didn't. I don't know what it was. It was the somberness and the length and not really giving a fuck anymore all came together to just not like just shrugging join us i didn't really care in our but it's almost like seeing someone dunk from like half court where you're like i don't know if that makes them a good basketball player but jesus did you see that yeah i'm clapping but i don't know if i draft them you know yeah so I gotta give it three bones as well, but in my heart, it is more like two and a half, because I will never watch this again. There's just nothing there for me. But the feat itself and the and the technical brilliance of it, again, gotta respect, gotta, gotta give it up, gotta give credit where it's due. They accomplished everything they set out to do, and obviously it touched a lot of people, including brother lt in the back with all the feels i love that it did that love and light and for for those that are sad about iron man dying just remember the latest star wars trailer no one's ever really gone we've introduced (laughs) time travel into this scenario if you think robert de niro's done with marvel for the rest of his life aka robert Downey jr what did i say robert de niro who (laughs) needs to be in the if robert de niro comes comes into the uh, marvel universe will you go check him out yes if he's like Grandpa Man. Only De Niro. Only De Niro. <laughs> silver, <laughs> silver Surfer, but just as himself with a surfboard. Yeah. I, I, think, I think I think you're right on. I think I think Robert Downey Jr. is, well, a, is a cash cow that they could not afford. He'll be back. He'll be well, back. I think after you've made... I mean, he's got to have made like $150 million at, at least. At least. In this movie. Of, from this like, movie. <laughs> there's just got to reach a point where you're just like, I don't... I know but half he can of make, it... But he can make money for other people still. Yeah. You know? So they're going to try to... They'll, they'll Skype him in or something. In, 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 the, in the Spider-Man movie, which I'm not going to see. Yeah. Well, I think you will. No! But, but anyway... We don't have to cover it. We're officially no done with Marvel. It's it's ended for now. Maybe you can say that, but you know Jake Gyllenhaal plays a special effects artist turned villain in the next Spider-Man. I go. did like Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be a time heist that'll get don't, you back into it. Don't fight it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Avengers Endgame, folks. Uh, let us know if you caught the feels as well uh hit us up on instagram also if you are hearing this and you are enjoying this at all please give us a nice rating on itunes hit us up on those soundcloud comment and hit us up on soundcloud (laughs) (laughs) love and light everybody love and light
Peace. Mm-hmm. Hey.